0: Right to Repair is here, Apple is now supporting Self Service Repair, the first version of Android 13 beta has been released and we also have a few other news stories that are looking kind of exciting but we'll have to wait and see where they go. My name's Luke, welcome to Dynamite Digital World and let's get started. So, before we actually get up to, kind of get into the main news, I want to give a quick kind of apology for no new podcast since, what, is it October of 2021, I think? Is it 2021 or 2020? Let's take a look, shall we? Uh, Anchor, let's take a look. And it was in It was in October of 2021, on the 5th of October, and we are now in April, that's what, six months? Six, seven months? Yeah. Um. Long story short, things have been a bit hectic, personally, that's all I can say really. Um, things have been hectic, I've been focused more on the writing side, trying to get the writing to a good standard so that I can kind of do both simultaneously whilst also doing some of the other stuff I enjoy as well, like development and developing a few things which may or may not come in the future, I'm not going to say anything else on that because you'll have to wait and see. Um, just a few things that I've been kind of working on in terms of projects as well just outside of all of the dynamic digital, just kind of my own personal life and things I do outside of that. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to apologise for kind of nothing for a very long time with no updates really on any sort of social medias either, Um, but I am back and the news today, we have got some very good news, now let's start with kind of a right to repair movement and kind of what it is, because some people, people seem to get very confused about right to repair, I've noticed it when I'm looking at some videos from people like Lewis Rossman, my tech when they mention it in a positive way. Right-to-repair is not the same thing as companies losing their IP or the same thing as you not being able to go to a company to repair your stuff. Of course all of that is still there. Right-to-repair in its most basic form is simply fixing what is broken. (laughs) It's that simple and being able to do that yourself so they're having to go to an Apple store. And be without your device for a mob, for a number of days. You simply order the part online, it gets delivered to you, and then you can do it yourself if you feel comfortable with it. If you don't, then you go to the Apple Store, you pay them the money, and they do it all for you. I mean, the prices on self-service repair aren't great anyway, but it gets much better. But I'll talk about that in a minute. So, firstly, I want to talk about iFixit and kind of what they've been doing. So. I think they've been signing a lot of contracts and deals with multiple companies. I, off the top of my head, I've got Microsoft, Samsung, and Google. I can't remember any of the others, or if there are any others. I know Microsoft half took. They took kind of like a half, maybe quarter step there um, by releasing the uh, stuff for trained professionals. So it's like people who are trained to use it, but not for general consumers. Which I don't know how I feel about, but. Hey, it's there and any step in the right direction is a positive then we had Samsung go all out just not long after Apple announced their repair service which we'll talk about separately because that's been fully released with all details in a minute um, so Samsung kind of announced hey listen, we're going to partner with iFixit we're gonna give you all of the parts you need to replace your phone for a certain number of devices that we have I didn't specify what device would be compatible, what device wouldn't be. Apart from that, hey, some devices will be compatible. Um, we don't. I don't think we have a specified list as far as I'm aware. Um, Google is going to do basically the same for Samsung for their latest devices. So probably, so for Samsung, I guess we could hopefully expect the S twenty two series, and for Google, we could probably expect Pixel six, maybe one or two generations back, but I don't know. And the I believe Google has said that they will support all future pixels. I don't believe Samsung has done the same though, I believe Samsung right now at least is... I can't remember what Samsung have said, I think they've said something similar but I can't remember if they made a guarantee in their press release. Sorry I don't have them to hand but what this self-service repair is from Apple is really kind of cool but backhanded. Um, <coughs> so, Apple have announced self-service repair allowing people to get repair manuals and Apple parts and tools to repair your iPhone so it's actually a really good thing. Now there are apparently over 200 individual parts and tools and customers who want to kind of get their hands dirty can do it all themselves, they can do it with the iPhone 12, the iPhone 13 and the iPhone SE. So that's all iPhone 12 models, all 13 models as well as the SE third generation. Um, Later this year, there will also be manuals, parts and tools for Mac computers with Apple Silicon. Uh, Intel devices are apparently not being provided. So, in order to do this, you have to go to the self-service repair tool store, which, honestly, I would say looks like a scam. Um, I have no other way to put it. It looks like one of those scam stores that you kind of go on and you buy something off it. When I clicked on it through the website, I genuinely just clicked off immediately because i just did not feel like it was a safe website to be on but then i went to apple.com i I, like did all of the steps apple.com went to the newsroom went to the press release and clicked on the link and that was the site unfortunately i'm not doing video podcasts but no sorry apple but no you need to improve the look of that site because i'm like customers like i know it's meant I guess it kind of probably <clears throat> meant to deter kind of your average consumer that's probably a point because they just want that money all of it for themselves but still make it better make it a little bit nicer make it a bit more apple it's an apple thing like maybe provided for a third party but clearly, just apple fire You know, Apple Fire. That's the best way I can put it. Apple Fire. Make it, make it beautiful. Um, (laughs) because genuinely, their website is stunning. So you know, good job on that Apple. But please make yourself service repair site just as stunning. Anyway, um, so the way it works is that you pay for the part, it gets shipped to you, and then you obviously do your repair, and then if you replace, if you return the original part that you've replaced for recycling, then you actually get a credit. So what it is, is the prices are very similar to Apple's own prices for doing it themselves. But, like they're not the same, they're similar, but then when you return that part, it actually drops by, I can't remember how much, like 20 quid or so from what I've seen on most of them. I like that. I actually think that's kind of a good-ish way to do it, because like, obviously it it could be cheaper, obviously, we all know that, I think, this is Apple, but it definitely incentivizes people to kind of return things to Apple for 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 disposal and stuff, and that I think is a really good thing. I also think it's partly a thing to stop people from keeping these spare parts just out of the wild and just ordering them. Although there are also multiple other things they are doing, which we'll go on to in a minute, but I kind of want to go through the good stuff. So yeah, you can kind of get a credit when you return to replace parts for recycling. <coughs> um, as Apple says, Apple does say they the same parts as do by Apple repair network. So yeah, um, they also offer tools, which include torque drivers, repair trays, display battery presses, etc, etc, things you would need to repair, repair a phone. Um, tool rental kits will be offered for $50 so that customers who do not want to purchase tools for a single repair will be able to access them and then keep them for a week and they'll ship them back. They'll ship to customers for free, so that's a good thing from Apple. No wording on shipping back yet, but it could happen. And. They do also say for the vast majority of customers who don't have experience in this, visiting professional providers will be better. But this also makes it better for independent repair providers because like, it just it allows independent repair shops to get access to the same parts as Apple. Now, will they go as far as some people might want offering individual chips for the main board? No probably not, but it's still awesome. However, it's only available in the US at the minute, but it will expand to additional countries, including Europe, later this year. We don't have an exact that timeline, but it will be happening. So that's everything on Right to Repair, now let's go into the Android 13 beta. Okay so the Android 13 Beta 1. Wow! I have been using it for the last two days on my phone. I'm only two days into this, it's only an initial impression, but I really like what they've done with it actually. Um, I am going to swap back to Pixel Launcher from today. Actually I use it for Party so I don't see all of the features. I just, I have a Niagara Launcher Dawn on my phone every day, it just feels cleaner, but I am going to pee. Go um, but wow, these features are actually really nice. Um, I only have the list up for the things in the base of 1 that I can see not, not what I have seen in developer previews I know they have come out but most lots of those changes actually seem to be revert, being reverted and kind of changed back and forth so we will take a look But let's kind of start with the first kind of big one that I think lots of people might almost notice I won't say immediately but very quickly that bit too. First one in media player, player, media player progress bar tweaks. Try saying that five times fast. Um, so now when you're listening to music or watching a video or whatever you're doing with your phone, um, the uh, media player, the progress bar now squiggles for the part that you've already listened to, adding just kind of like a sound wave almost to it. I like it actually. It's very nice. That's kind of like a minor part of it, however the more obvious part of it is that <coughs> the thing is completely different. Um, it's completely different to Android 12 in almost every way as far as I can remember. Um, there is now the progress bar now at the bottom on, and depending on the app they can kind of customise buttons available. So on Spotify there's a like, next, back and I think a shuffle button it was either shuffle or repeat I can't remember and then the play pause button and the episode slash song slash whatever you're listening to is above that with the pause button to the right of it and then kind of in the background is like a well from what I've seen for songs it's kind of a song cover and from what I've seen for podcasts it's kind of a podcast cover so when I do dynamic digital, for example, on Spotify, I do get the dynamic digital cover photo as the background. And it's all just kind of quite nice. And you also do get a plus button on there um, <clears throat> when listening to a podcast. Not sure what that does. Um, probably starting to do a following, whether you're following it or not. If I had to take a guess, but I can't be sure. You also have the... Um, Speed, but again, that doesn't actually appear to be changing anything, it just kind of shows you what speed you're at, um, as well as fast forward 15, go back 15 options. So there's that. Um, and then just above that, you have got the option to kind of change the way you're casting, so cast to your display, cast to your anything really. If you cast to it, you can do it through that button. So that's kind of like the new media player notification shade, very nice, I personally really like the new design, I think it's much better than what we had before, or anything we had before in fact, and of course buttons and colours do form with material yi. so you don't have to worry about it not necessarily matching what's being played, because it won't necessarily match your material Y, but it will match the song. So for that digital world, it is blue. And then, if I was to play, if I was to listen to something else, I don't know, just a random podcast I found. I'm not gonna say the name of it or anything, but it kind of changes colour with the background. So then, the background of the of the show, whatever colour that is, that's the colour of the buttons. So it blends really well. It looks really nice all together. I personally really appreciate it. Second thing is, you can now take a take a uh, you can now copy something and you get a notification like you were making a screenshot. So for those times when you accidentally copy a tiny bit too much, you just want to get rid of that last like character or something. You can just edit it on there and then recopy it and it's all done. It's very minor, you don't really have many options at all, but hey, it's handy. And it works. Um also, you can now control your smart home devices while the phone is locked. This is a very good feature. Um, kind of been a pain in the, off, pain in the butt for me. You try to. You kind of try to do something, but then doesn't work because you have to unlock. And it's just like, why can't I turn on my light whilst my phone is unlocked? Whilst well, my phone is locked. Like, cool. Yeah, I'm just turning on the light, please. Anyway, once that's done. Um, so that works, you have to toggle it on in settings, It currently is set to de- off by default, but it's nice, and it's a good feature to have. Um, the Pixel Launcher has reverted to old Google App search instead of the new kind of on-device search that was introduced in Android 12. Um, it doesn't appear to be in any release notes but I can see, um, I took a look at the release notes, I couldn't find it, I'm going to look through them again whilst we're going through here. but. Again, I really couldn't find it. Um, So, yeah, like you can kind of see the new. Yeah, I can't find it in there, which is definitely suggesting it's a bug, not a feature. Um, But for reals, it may actually be a bug because it makes kind of no sense for them to revert. So, that did work really well. Um, Kind of put Sesame a bit same, possibly. Um, Sesame is a great app, but Google kind of integrated that feature just directly in. So I guess, okay, cool. But if they're removing it, then hey, welcome back, Sesame. Maybe there's a reason they had to remove it. Um, Yeah, so if I take a look at the release notes, because hey, let's take a look at the release notes now. Um, And we go to what's new in beta 1. It doesn't appear in any release notes, so it could be one of those things that they're doing without kind of putting it on, but it also doesn't appear in the known issues as far as I can tell. So maybe it's an unknown issue or just a small bug, but for now that's for that. Another thing that Android 13 does have, which I won't really be using because I don't speak two languages, is the ability for per app language preferences. So say you want one app to be one language and another to be another language, you can do that, it's kind of cool actually, I like it, Um, but yeah, there's that. Um, Yeah, it kind of, it's a good beta, however it does have a few issues, a few issues, not many. Oh, another bonus, increased material you colour options, finally! This is specific to Pixel series. Um, so you now get 16 options within both uh, wallpaper colours and base colours. They're just the four that you got originally. So it's much nicer. Um, they're multi toned, combining a bold colour with a com- complementary tone. And it's just a very nice thing. Um, there's also some other minor UI tweaks which I find kind of cool. So, Google Calendar displayed the correct date when it's on your home screen. So, and in the app on a Pixel launcher. Currently, it's only Pixel launcher I've noticed it. I've tried noticing in my other launcher again. There's a reason I have two launches as well. It's also useful for finding the date and finding out if it's Pixel launcher features. It does not appear to change with the phone on my other launcher probably due to the implementation in Pixel launch versus the implementation in uh, how Niagara handles it. But still cool, very nice, I do believe Apple has had this for a while, I could be very wrong. Um, On the Mac I'm on right now though, if I were to go into Launchpad, uh, and I go to Calendar, yeah it does say the current date, so that would kind of suggest to me that, you know, Kind of playing a bit of catch up, and they probably do have the same thing on their phones and tablets. I don't have a tablet to hand, so I can't check. Um, face unlock doesn't exist, but could exist. It's kind of it's kind of evidence it will exist. Um, if you search for it, it pops up, but um, that's only on the. I think that may only be on Pixel 6 Pro, as that's the one that i believe Google are going to be supporting this on. Um, let's take a look on here, shall we? I have tried this. I don't think it came up. Oh no! Okay. Um, face unlock is under security advanced settings. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> but it does. It is coming up, so it is being shown. Um, so back kind of cool. I like that. But <coughs> unfortunately, not available right now. Um, developer preview two. Change priority mode. Change do not disturb priority mode. This has now been reverted, so doesn't really make any difference. Um, <coughs> if you're on developer preview 2, you would have also noticed a security and privacy quick tile that now no longer exists, as it was just a hub for the camera, microphone, and location privacy tiles. Um, it might come back may not, but for now it's not there. It was kind of an extra step, something that didn't need an extra step. Reminder of the internet panel, but to be fair, the internet panel does now serve a purpose I would say. I've used it enough and I actually do like it. It declutters the quick bit, quicker quick settings panel, so I like it. Um, yeah, that's kind of everything, although there's also now finally Haptic Feedback returning in silent mode. Um, you won't feel it all the time though, So, but when you're just tapping or typing, you will get the feedback, maybe not when scrolling through the recent menu though. But... So that's good, finally, um, I've been waiting for beta 1 kind of all month to be honest, I was not expecting it to drop on a Monday, but I for some reason expected it to be on a Wednesday, but I kind of, yeah, Google has a history of uh, Monday releases, wait no, it dropped on a Tuesday. Okay, that's even, that's even weirder. Um, yeah, it dropped on a Tuesday, so I have nothing to say. Um, if you want to join, go to... If you want to join, then you go to google.com forward slash android forward slash beta. <coughs> um, it's Yeah, honestly, it works fine probably less bugs. One other feature I didn't mention is more granular permission for file access so if they want to access images video or audio they will now have to ask for all, all of those specifically not just one read external storage permission so now that there's free, you can kind of give it specific controls so if it's a music app you can accept music but not accept images and video because why does it need access to your images and video? Um, But yeah, it's quite good actually. Although it will also actually, if it um, requests image and video at the same time, these will just see a single prompt for both permissions. That is actually handy and I definitely like that. Um, For developers who may or may not be listening, all apps targeting Android 13 will need to swap to the new permissions. That you want it to be available, swap to the new permissions. Um, yeah, that's it really. Um, I personally haven't noticed any differences for compatibility with um, with my Google, P- Google Pay, personally it works fine here in the UK, banking apps working fine, everything works fine on their um, email. I'm yet to notice any major errors. One thing I did have was for about... For a few seconds was a like a very green screen. I just rebooted my phone and it was fine. Um, hasn't come back since. I don't know if this is a sign of a display issue or a software issue, but based on the fact that it was literally basically the day after I first installed the beta, I'm gonna go on a kind of soft light glitch, especially as it fixed after a restart and appeared to activate when the notification came through. Um, Again, I've had multiple notifications, including from the same app, and it hasn't happened again, so just a one-off, hopefully. Uh, let's move on to the other tech news, just <coughs> quickly. So, kind of known to be happening, but hey, good to hear it's official. Samsung like are releasing new foldables later this year. Um, Yeah, nothing new. Why would anyone be surprised by that? So, hey. Let's see some new foldables, hopefully they're actually good ones and not kind of like, bad ones, but, you know, hey, we will see. I personally really like the fold and uh, flip, so yeah, I don't have one, I pixel, which, by the way, everyone's saying that the pixel is really buggy, I have been on the beta ever since the beta was released for pixel devices, I did have a Bluetooth glitch in late 2020 when I first got it. I had it since the beginning. Um, so I had the Bluetooth glitch when that got introduced because they were fixing another glitch. But my phone's actual um, calling experience, I've had it fine to be honest. I um yeah, I don't know, to be honest. And that's the only thing I can say I do not know why. Some people are having an issue with it. I yeah, I wish I could help, but hey. Okay. Um Yeah, some people just seem to be having kind of bad luck, I guess, honestly, with these pixels, it seems to be an issue at times, but I guess it kind of depends on what you use on your phone, so maybe take a look, but for now that's that. But anyway, back to, sorry, small side rant, so the next generation of uh, foldables are scheduled to launch in the second half of the year, Uh, this was announced during their Q1 2022 earnings call by a Samsung representative. Um, the foldable phones are going to be right next to the Galaxy S series now that the Note has officially been kind of. The Note no longer exists. Um, I think we kind of saw that coming. They got rid of that when they released the, uh, the S22 series. They introduced that into the Ultra model. I believe it was. It is still called Ultra. I don't believe they actually did call it Note in the end. I can't actually remember now. But, um,. The Z Flip 3 came in at $999, so that was the same as the standard flagship, with the Z Fold 3 retailing for 18, 1, $1,800. Um, we're hoping the Galaxy Z Fold 4 will have a price cut, but unlikely. Um, Twitter has been acquired by Elon Musk. This is... <coughs> yeah, this is a thing. this is big. Um, we don't really know what's going to lead to Elon Musk. About a week ago or so now, one or two weeks ago, he said, "Okay, I'm going to invest in Twitter and try and bring more uh, free free speech to the company to the platform." Um, this comes after Elon has had his own issues with have um, kind of what he's allowed to say, as he signed a content degree with the SEC. Um, but anyway, Twitter has accepted Elon Musk's offer. Um, Each shareholder will be getting $54.20 a share, and it will be for around $44 billion. He made his initial offer on April 14th, roughly a week after he was first supposed to join the board, but when they limited the amount of stock he could have, he then left the board saying, actually, no, I'm going to do this my own way. Um, Definitely not a coincidence there. Um, No, but he's actually going to try and make it more free speech and CEO um, CEO of Twitter, I don't know how to pronounce his name so I'm not going to um, I don't want to offend anyone with that, Um, he applauded the deal saying that uh, Twitter has a purpose and impacts the entire world so they're deeply proud of their team, they're inspired by the work that's never been more important etc etc just kind of like praising what they've done so far and also praising what Twitter does Um, Jack Dorsey has also come out in complete support of him, to be honest, um, yeah, what can I say? I mean, if Jack, Jack Dorsey, founder, you know, main founder of it, he has um, come out in support of Elon for it, and he said that he's the sole person he trusts to do it, so, I mean, that's kind of impressive. So hey, that's good, um, but we will have to wait and see what he does, uh, so far we don't actually know what changes he will implement, we know that a edit button is being worked on outside of Elon Musk's uh, shares, so that could be a good thing to see, um, but we won't know what's actually going to happen for a bet yet because deal still has to be approved by regulators and shareholders, and whilst I think shareholders might be an easier to pass, Technically they'd know monopoly but regulators could stop stop him from having it and it may be an issue. For now though that is all the tech news I have for today. Um, it's good to be back, it's good to do another one and hopefully I'll do a few more, a bit more, you know, concurrently, I'm not going to make any promises but I am hoping to. My is Luke, this is done Out Digital World, thank you for listening, I'll see you again next time.